Yo, what's up? Welcome to the special episode of P.S. I Love You XOXO. Of course, I am Blessing Adioye Jr. And this is an interesting one because this episode is a special episode. Uh, I did an interview with some folks over at Sucker Punch Productions about Ghost of Tsushima Legends. If you listen to the previous episode of P.S. I Love You XOXO, then you probably know that this interview was supposed to go into that episode, but because of some editing errors, it got left out. Uh, well, here it is for you. Uh, it's me interviewing Nate Fox and Darren Bridges over at Sucker Punch Productions, all about Ghost of Tsushima Legends. Uh, and it's awesome, too, because it lines up with The Raid, which is coming out Friday, which should be today as of the time that this posts. And so without further ado, here's me, Nate Fox, Darren Bridges, Ghost of Tsushima Legends. Enjoy. Yo, what's up? My name is Blessing Adioye Jr. I'm joined today by Nate Fox, the creative director at Sucker Punch Productions, and Darren Bridges, the senior game designer and the lead on Ghosts of Tsushima Legends. Fellas, how's it going? It's going good, man. Excited it's, to be here. It's a good time to be alive and online. Yes. I'm very excited to talk to you guys because I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima Legends nonstop. And as I've been playing it over this last weekend, and I'm sure by the time people are listening to this, it's been another week of me playing. I've had about a million questions about this game because it came out feeling like it, it feels like it came out of, out of nowhere, right? Like you guys put out Ghost of Shima, everybody loved it. And then months passed and you guys announced this thing and now it's here. And it's this, it's this update with quite a few things in it, right? You have New Game Plus, which is awesome. But you, you then have Ghost of Shima Legends, which is this brand new co-op mode that adds in so much and so i guess my first question is where did this come from well it came from a dark dark corner uh that we kept it secret for a long time um we we knew you know at the very first pitch for ghost of tsushima um we said we wanted co-op to be a pillar of the game um but we also knew that ghost was going to be a very story focused grounded experience so we spent about six months to a year, you know, trying to figure out how how co-op could integrate with like how we could kind of take those two goals and make them work together. Um, and uh, eventually, yeah, we came to the idea of legends, basically that um, you're playing through these stories that are being told by a storyteller in Tsushima. Um, and so that allowed us to maintain, you know, the groundedness and, and Jin's story, but also have this kind of uh, this other mode that kind of runs in parallel, it's connected, but in parallel. So, yeah, it's, so it, yeah, it was, it was mm -hmm. funny when we, uh, when Ghost launched and leading up to it, you know, but especially after Ghost launched, all my friends were like, what part did you work on? You know, they're playing the game. They're like, I love it. What did you work on? And I was just like, uh, we haven't, you know, I can't say anything. We haven't even announced it yet. So it was so, a so, bizarre so, experience. So you've been working on this since pretty much the inception of Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. yep. Wow. So yeah, like, it didn't it didn't just come out of nowhere, man. And well, you know, well, props to everyone at Sucker Punch who diligently didn't talk about it while they were out at lunch in restaurants. <laughs> uh, keeping a lid on Legends mode was hard, uh, but uh, the team did it. Yeah, like I couldn't imagine. Like, what was that like in terms of the decision making of not announcing this with? the first announcement of Ghost of Tsushima, uh, the Ghost of Tsushima proper and keeping this until post-launch. It was tough. You know, we all, I mean, it was interesting because you're, you're kind of doing a, uh, a risk reward thing where you want to have it be the surprise that you can announce really late, but every month that you wait, the kind of risk of leaking goes up because you're introduced, you're bringing in more play testers, you know, you're, you're, um, uh, as the as the game gets printed or as it goes out you know more people get involved in the process so there's kind of like mm -hmm. the tension was rising the entire time 
Um, so yeah, it was we were we were amazed and incredibly happy that we were able to offer it as a surprise, you know, a free surprise for players, um, like after they had already been, you know, happy with what they purchased. So so how's the response been like? Like I know that I've loved it. I've talked about it nonstop to my friends, but I know for there's not necessarily like a big metacritic drop for ghost steam of legends per se and so like have you guys been keeping your ear to the ear to the internet i guess like have you guys been seeing what everybody's been having to say about it uh kind of yeah i mean kind of uh obsessively i guess (laughs) (laughs) yes is the answer to that uh i mean you know it's uh we're yeah we're we're looking at uh our reddit discord you know twitter everything um and and even playing with like we're jumping in and playing with people and kind of seeing what the experience is like uh to jump in with randos and and you know so yeah we're we're super interested in what people are saying it isn't it you know it's kind of an unusual product in that it's an update it's not a separate dlc that you download and pay for um so yeah it's not on it's it's kind of the metacritic thing it doesn't fit typical patterns of uh of game releases Certainly a new experience. Uh, I don't know about you, Darren, but we've made a lot of games and released them. This is the first time where we put it out and, you know, the second the game is launched, you can go and play with people on the internet and just get a real earnest, immediate response to how much fun they're having and, you know, where they're having fun. It's exciting. What have been sort of the the big takeaways from both doing New Game Plus and having Ghost of Legends out? Like, I know for me playing the biggest thing that is kind of blowing my mind is the gear system and how it seems like you guys put in so much work into making this not just a uh like not not just a one and done kind of multiplayer game where it is all right yeah go out on co-op missions and you know have fun there is a progression there that seems like it can carry forward i know you guys have a raid coming up you guys have it seems like you guys have post-launch ideas in mind or at least the seeds of that are in there have you, have you guys had any like big takeaways from seeing the reception, playing the games with people, playing the playing the game with folks online, seeing what they have to say about it, but then also like for what the future of this thing is going to look like? Um, I mean, we're you know we are listening to people for sure. Um, our from the beginning, in in and part of the reason we decided to break it off into legends was that we wanted to be able to have the freedom to, you know, design the progression loops and the session time and all these elements of the game to optimize for co-op. Um, and so it's really, uh, I hope, you know, in, in designing it, we are trying to make something that people could continuously play, easily jump in with their friends, you know, and not worry about like, oh, how far along are you and all this stuff. Like we want to make it as kind of user-friendly as possible um, for people to jump in and, you know, continuously rewarding. When you want, when you have replayable content, um, you want you want to have freshness in the gameplay, but you also want to have that motivational uh, stream of rewards that is like one more game. Oh, I, you know, and I got a new reward. I want to go back and play again and try it out. Um, and so, you know, all the stuff has to be, all the pieces and components have to be there uh, in order to keep that keep it like motivating and fun. And as you said, like the raid, you know, coming up ahead is kind of the north star for the content. Like everything you're doing, the the you know the uh coordination the the team the friends you're bringing together to play all the gear you're building up to is there's a target for it you know from the beginning we wanted to make sure that we're saying hey guys all the progression you're getting is leading somewhere and there will be this big in-game 
content piece that it will all be relevant for and it will all be tested you know yeah no I, that's the thing that has me really excited because it has me something to to strive for right now i'm at i want to say key level 74 as the time we're recording this and like it's been one of those things where i'm like all right i can tell i know the the harder missions uh like the nightmare challenges i believe are like what 110 you have to get to um or is it 90 that's the re- that's the gear reward you have to get to 90 to be yeah. eligible for them yep yep yeah so I, like right now yeah i made that my goal is all right i got to get to 90 so i can get into the nightmare challenges and see what those are about and then yeah like with a with a raid coming up i want to make sure that i'm as leveled up as possible so i can get through that because you know uh uh props to you guys playing the actual story missions there are one of my one of my main pet peeves when it comes to games as service type games or like co-op like gear games is when it feels like i am not having to work together with another player like when it feels like we're just going through the same level and taking out baddies and there's not really much of a co-op experience it's just us it's it's just us uh existing in the same space props to you guys i feel like in the story missions alone there have been enough mechanics in there to make me go all right, cool. Like, how are we going to coordinate this? All right, look, there are attunements. Okay, cool. I'm going to go for orange. You go for blue. I'll get the orange enemies. You get the blue enemies, right? Or like things along the line of like, along the lines of like the the healing drums, which you have to kind of coordinate on. Uh, and even survival mode, there's plenty of reason to want to to want to uh, talk back and forth with with your co-op teammates. There, ha- having that experience makes me go, oh man, this raid might be really awesome. Like, given that there are hints of these teamwork moments in the story uh how much of a focus for you guys was it trying to make this like a truly co-op experience and like making people work together in that way um i mean it was honestly it was a hundred percent of our our focus you know especially in the context of having made ghost or having ghost in you know being made at the same time we knew that we were going to deliver players if you just want to play single player experience, you have that in hand. There's going to be this huge single player experience. So in building Ghost or in building Legends, we wanted to focus on, you know, we wanted to be completely tuned toward co-op. Um, and so the way that we built the mechanics and the way that we um, like the enemies and and like you said, like attunement and the spirit bow and things like that, mm. uh, it was all designed with the idea of inviting player co-op. You know, in in two player uh, in, in two-player stories and in, in survival, we knew that we wanted to allow you know random people to play together. So we didn't want to require co-op at a high enough level to say you have to be on voice chat. You ha- you know we wanted it to be something that players could kind of coordinate without having to talk. Um, but in the raid, we're cranking all the knobs up to eleven. You know we're saying yes, you have to coordinate. You have to work together. Um, and so. I feel like uh, two player and and, and like uh, story and survival missions, it's kind of like uh, encouraged co-op, you know, um, but you can solo it. But in the raid, it's like mandatory co-op and and mm. So I hope that that delivers, uh, you know, kind of the ultimate teamwork experience. And I think that's part of the fun of co-op is when you feel like you and your team are communicating, coordinating. Um, there's a there's a kind of emotional. Uh, high and and a connection that you can get with your friends when it's like we had to rely on each other to get through this uh so that's uh, you know we'll see we'll see what people think but that's our intent that's our design intent for the raid so what does post raid look like and i might be getting into we can't answer this territory uh which you, you can just say but like 
after the raid, do you guys plan to add in new story missions? Do you plan to add in new survival? Like how how much can people expect from post launch of Legends? Um, the raid is our is our culminating uh, content. I think we will have continuing rotating uh, weekly challenges or weekly nightmare challenges um, going on after that. But definitely the raid is the the kind of um, like the, the climax, essentially. Yeah, the climax, exactly. Yeah. And, and you can, you know, um, it's replayable. And every week, like, there's weekly rewards for continuing to play it. So you can keep, you know, trying it with different uh, comps or, you know, trying out leveling up different classes and, and getting one of the one of the things I've enjoyed in playing it is getting, you know, I'm chasing legendary gear and you get one legendary gear piece. And it's like, I go back to my build and like, oh, what could I, how could I combine these things and how could I rebuild my, and then take that in and play it again. So um, I think there will be some longevity in just replaying the raid and getting new legendary gear and then, you know, trying out different team comps. And even, and there's, you know, there's, uh, there's individual cosmetic rewards for playing it, like completing it with different classes, completing it um, mm. at different uh, kind of standards of, uh, like there's, there's different rewards for completing it if you, um, if you get all the treasure chests at the same time, so kind of getting all the bonus objectives, you'll get new stuff too. So I think there's, there'll be a lot of life there, but yeah, that's our, that's our kind of, uh, culminating team experience for legends. So how do you ghost, ghost of Tsushima, the single player and legends, how do they connect in terms of story? Cause this is the thing that we were kind of talking about on the previous episode of PS love UXOXO and, and Greg brought up the idea that, Oh no! Like the, the story in Legends seems to be a story that is it seems to be Jin's story told from the idea that oh yeah the folks that are uh, the folks that heard about this go down right like they don't realize that this is all one person they must have theorized that oh yeah no there was a hunter and there was an assassin there's this and there's that uh, how do those how do those stories connect? So you're exactly right. Um, in the single player game, uh, the player is building the legend of the ghost. Now, they know that they're Jin Sakai, but stories of the ghosts' exploits, they just grow over time. And you'll meet people in the game, in the single-player game, who, when they realize that Jin is the ghost, they say, I thought you'd be taller. I thought you mm -hmm. had lightning shooting out of your eyes. You're just a normal person. So his uh, legend has preceded him. And some people on the island believe that uh, there's no way that one person could have done all of this work to take back the island. So these stories that Gyozen are telling is uh, his theory about how the island is being taken back. And these are his stories. And you get to interact with them through the Legends uh, you know, co-op landscape. That's awesome. Uh, probably my final question, and one that I'm also not sure if you can answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. When is the raid coming? Like, when can we expect that? Uh, in the weeks ahead. We'll announce, we'll announce a date soon. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Darren, Nate, thank you guys so much for coming through. I really, I really appreciate, appreciate you guys answering my questions. Uh, I mean, like, I, I, usually, usually I ask people, like, where can the folks find you if they want to follow you? But I, I guess, yeah, what, what, where can people follow you on Twitter, I guess? On Twitter. You're not on Twitter is what you said? No. Oh, I'm dang. Not. Sorry. Me neither. You know, I'm, I'm like a clown. Really? I'm, I'm a deeply dyslexic person who can't spell to save his life. And Twitter is just too much pressure, man. Listen, I don't blame you. Twitter, as much as I get enjoyment from it, I also get a lot. It, 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 
it's a source of pain and a source and a source of pleasure at the same time where you go on twitter and you see the worst news but also like people have good jokes there sometimes but yeah i guess people can just follow at sucker punch on twitter uh if you want to get all those ghost of shima updates so there you go again darren nate thank you so much for joining me really appreciate this uh i guess back to you greg